<clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. They got married. This was the funny part. I was invited to the wedding. No, a, he wanted me to be like, can you sign the paper as my witness? What? I know. That was one. The second funny thing You're is... crazy. <laughs> I'm judging when him. When the kid came out... Masochista. Can you be a ninang? I'm like, what the fuck? Let's talk about sex. Oh, yes. Love, relationships, and mental health. The Sexy Minds Podcast, hosted by the Philippines' all-time bachelor, DJ Tony Tony, and the country's sex therapist, Dr. Rika Cruz, powered by Podcast Network Asia. <laughs> Welcome to the Sexy Minds Podcast, powered by Podcast Network Asia. My name is Tony Tony. And I'm Doc Rika, and together we will be talking about anything and everything sex-related. Trust me, we can handle it. That's right. So if you want to share your sex stories, maybe anything uh, that's uh, bothering you in your relationship, or maybe you don't have one and you just want to get in touch with someone, please do email us, thesexyminds at gmail.com, or you can actually now leave us a voice message. So it's bit.ly backslash the sexy minds hotline and you can leave us a voice note as well and for those that uh, want to add us up on our socials it's uh, the sexy minds on twitter instagram facebook and if you also want to monetize your podcast if you have a podcast please sign up and use our referral code it's podmetrics.co just go to that website and use sexy minds podcast and that's all uppercase letters it's uh, case sensitive so S-E-X-Y-M-I-N-D-S-P-O-D-C-S-T And you will help us keep this podcast running Because we're doing it for the love so far Alright, let's get started Our guest today <laughs> is oh, yeah. <laughs> a single mother uh, She's 30 years old And she's from uh, Metro Manila But very, very liberated, I would have to say In terms of uh, what she's what she's been through and um, very empowered. I think, Doc, you'll enjoy her story. Let's get to Peaches. Peaches, how you doing? Hey, everyone. Hey, I'm good. Thank you for guesting in our hey. show. Of you course. You know what our show is about, right? Yes. I've listened Hi. to every episode since the first time I've heard about it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. So welcome to the show. Now you're in this episode. And um, Tony... How did you get started in uh, your, uh, I guess, sexual exploration? What age uh, did you start uh, being curious? Okay. So my curiosity was sparked by, basically, you know how um, you, you have this phase where you sleep with your parents on their beds in the room, in the same room at least, like even on the floor beds with your parents in the, in the next bed right beside you. Okay, to be fair, my dad is addicted to porn. So there were nights that I would wake up in the middle of the night and eventually I would like see flashes of light. So I was like, what the hell is happening? Only to see porn on the big screen. So I'm like, hey, what's going on here? And it wasn't only me. It, it was almost like a rite of passage for all of us siblings. So. <laughs> but yeah, um, so that was a, well, it was an unhealthy addiction my dad had. And yeah, so he, 
I was curious by the age of 10, so to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you that's, ever, did that you... pretty much like sparked an interest. Like, hey, what's this going yeah. on? Oh, okay. So yeah. it was like you, you were 10 years old and um, you woke up one night and you saw porn on, on the TV. And how, yeah, how, how did you feel when you saw it? I was like, what the hell is, why would my dad be up in the middle of the night watching something on TV? So at first I was curious. And then, you know how when you were kids, your parents would actually, oh, close your eyes, cannot see this mm-hmm. yeah. during mm-hmm. films. I was like, now nah, I'm going to go and watch this. And he doesn't know I'm watching. So yeah, I made Bali that way. I was a wow. kid that I, way. I, and <laughs> what, did you, what did you do? What was the situation between you and your, your siblings? I mean, you're 10 years old. Are you are you the eldest uh, or the youngest? No, I well, I'm the eldest girl. Okay. The eldest boy had his own thing going on in the other side of the room, so I was like, I don't know, and I wouldn't want to know if he was also doing something with it. So yeah, Wait, um, so your we were literally was, across was was yanking it, and your dad was also masturbating to the point. I, I wouldn't know because everyone was like covered in blankets. Uh, and yeah, our, our family, yeah, everyone was like in their own beds, but we were living in one room because, yeah, we were like, we stayed in the same room for some reason. All of us slept in the same room together. That's and then come in the morning, the maid comes in and folds all the beds, and then bam, it's my parents' room. And then we have our own rooms, which became more like somewhere we would just hang out, study lay in in the afternoon but come after dinner after everyone showered we all end up sleeping in the same room for, for the heck of it like even up to now when my I parents are how your dad felt no yeah. way to watch it what thinking that you guys would be sleeping but then the the conversation the discussion was never brought up about sex or about porn you know at the dinner table that's just it it, it didn't happen until well, I never had the conversation with my parents. I had that maybe lack of communication with them about it. But yeah, I was picking it up with friends. And then eventually I got pregnant. That's when my parents were like, okay, so now it's kind of hard to give you the talk because you've already done it. So yeah. It was a too late the heroes. Mm-hmm. So how, lead, lead, yeah. us to, lead us to your first experience. Was it you touching yourself or was it meeting someone? I started playing with myself at the age of 13 because there was this time, again, in reference to what my dad was watching, I would see girls touching themselves and guys getting off of it. And then, yeah, that's why I'm very visual and auditory at the same time that I have to see the guy enjoy himself and hear him enjoy himself. I like it that way. That's why... I don't know, like for me to touch myself at that time. Yeah, he puts it in a very low volume, like three bars in or four bars in. Because the, the TV used to have bars as volumes, remember? Aye, so, aye, aye. Yeah. Yeah. You, you so, really uh, it's a bit nostalgic for us here. You really remember the Because <laughs> the volume level, because when it gets a little loud, that's when it goes down. <laughs> like it reduces one or two lines. <laughs> Yeah, I started touching myself, and then I only found out whoa, I weighed way too much was when it went in for the first time. Yeah, I was around 13, 14. Yeah, 
you met so some... you discovered that kind of pleasure when when you were 13 14 yeah yeah, yeah when you, when you started playing with yourself yeah and then h- how did it lead to you getting pregnant or like having sex with someone okay so i had this thing about playing with myself finding out my you know my own pleasure centers or how you guys would put it and then um eventually i had this boyfriend come 16 and he was like he went over the hill to like flatter me we had like promise rings we did the whole always and forever one tree hill kind of romance thing and then you know so you know how like it's a thing it's a it it becomes a stigma in high school oh you're still a virgin you're graduating high school are you kidding me blah blah blah, blah. my boyfriend at the time was senior i was a third year high school student and then they were like, well, our barcada, I, I hung out with older people, with his batchmates. And they would tell me, oh, come on, they're already mocking him for it. Just just do it um, if you really love him, blah, 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 blah. So I was with the guy for like five years already. And I never la- let him touch me or do anything other than kiss me. That's it. But then kiss me on the lips even, not even down there. So wow but yeah and then that was it. it the first time i gave it to him we were four years together and yeah what um, you, it happened what in a gas station I, i'm getting curious what <laughs> in a gas station yeah. <laughs> huh wait the gas station had a motel okay it's the one in okay oh i don't want to get the logistics <laughs> yeah where, where is that the gas station had the motel he had this college along, entrance exam, so it's along that university uh, okay, area. Okay. <laughs> oh, so right. There are gas stations there. I'm just curious. So you are highly inquisitive with, with your sexuality at, at 13, and then you meet a guy, boyfriend, you know, barcada, yeah. so you're comfortable with, someone that you you basically trust for. And... I, I, you gave promise rings. What made you wait, though? I'm curious as to why you made him wait, knowing that okay, you've watched porn, you've tu- you've been touching yourself, but what makes a girlfriend wait who's been so influenced already with with so many things and and not want to go for it right away? You know, at at that age, knowing you're dating a senior. He's much older. You have the external forces of, of society saying, hey, come on, it, it's, it's time to, to just lose it. And you only give him a kiss and hold hands for four years. What, what made you wait for the other girls out there listening, the young girls? I know being a virgin uh, or not, not being a virgin is overrated. But mm-hmm. what made you wait those four years knowing that, damn, you, you already know what to do? Um. At that time, I, you know how it was really just more like, oh, everyone has to have a girlfriend at this age. Everyone has to have a boyfriend. You have to figure out like what floats your boat and everything. I wasn't sure of him for four years. But then it was really hard for me to determine because before that guy, I had, not for anything, I had suitors who were way older than me and I was only 
13, 14, 15. And then, yeah, I think the eldest at that time was a 23-year-old and I was like 15. And wow. he was in college. And he would go to my school and offer me a ride home or, or, or like lunch out. I was like, nope. <laughs> no. Wow. But yeah, 15? that's how. Yeah. yeah, at fifteen, and the guy was that was trying to hang out with me was from the campus across where I was studying. So. A crush ka ng bayan, huh? No, no, I was just like really a social butterfly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you just had a lot of friends. Yeah. So you were known, you were popular. In a way, yeah. And like, you know how in summer leagues of basketball in the village, I'm one of those kids that's actually in the basketball court yelling, getting fish balls, and then, you know, sitting down with Sabut Gulaman, munching yourself off and watching those games. That's me. Like, I'm always out there. I was one of the boys, but then... Yeah, then yeah, people saw me as a girly girl because of how I look, but then I'm really like super chill. <laughs> yeah. She's hot. No, I'm not. <laughs> I think she's hot. Okay, is this the part of the show where you're hitting on um, our guest? Oh, no, no, I'm just, I'm just trying to paint that? picture. Because <laughs> when, when you say she's one of the boys, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes when you're one of the boys, the guys make you one of the boys because... You are attractive. They want to be around you. Yeah. Yes. They exactly. want to be around you. Exactly. So, so it's a strategy more than anything. But yeah. For some, I think I, I can't, I can't, I can't say for all, you know what I mean? Oh, but, yeah. But I mean, you can't say for all. For, for her to get along with guys, because she's a looker. So it's, it's easier uh, on the eyes. She's, she's, uh, for you to hang out with her, it's like bogey points for the Sabarkada. Oi, see Peaches hanging out with you. You know what I mean? So for her, I was thinking, okay, so she has all these guys and she gets pregnant at... at Not really. I just like really hanging out with guys because it's less complicated than hanging okay. out with girlfriends. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just get along better with them. You never had... Um, no drama. <laughs> any sexual education in terms of condoms at 16? You didn't think of, okay, you know what? Let's, let's wear one. What was funny was that was the time MTV and, you know, the old stations, MTV Mix, they started coming out with, like, anti-STD campaigns. And, oh, yeah. And, okay. and that happened. I was like, okay, I'm curious. So I want to play it safe. So I'm going to hold off for a while. And then when we did it, he actually came prepared, but with a very old condom that he kept in his wallet for luck. And then when we did it, um kind of got broken that's when i got knocked out so the first time i did it i got pregnant so <laughs> i was a lucky there well, congratulations i didn't know <laughs> right so, so you had it all life. in just one uh sitting <laughs> i know i know but how old were you then oh i was already 17 when we did it yeah okay so you got pregnant at 17 yeah wow Wow. Okay. That's that's tough, nice. man. That's tough because yeah. part of seventeen because when my kid came out, I was eighteen. So it's a latter part of seventeen. <laughs> that's such a tough thing to do. So, you 
being prepared. Yeah. And for the listeners out there, as much as we promote, you know, um, safe sex, you really also have to look at the condom you're using and 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 make sure that it's still valid. They may they yeah. may, they they do expire in terms of if it, you know if you're gonna keep oh, it in yes, your wallet, if you're gonna keep it in your car, your glove compartment, it, the wear and tear. You actually you, shouldn't. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, that's true. It's not like we carry condoms wherever we go. Like, you, you're, you're, well, it depends on who you are, right? But I mean, you should. <laughs> you should, though. It depends More on who you are. Girls should I mean, also have those. Maybe, you know? yeah, girls should also have condoms. Yeah. But yeah. maybe don't put it in your wallet where it can be um, folded or it, it can be like, you can sit on it or don't leave yeah. it out where um, the heat can get to it. So <laughs> if you're going to leave it in the car, put it in the compartment <laughs> oh, or under the seat. I, I, just, I just find it harder now these days to actually carry one thinking of it because no one. Well, what? I have condoms everywhere. Well, no, but I'm thinking the, me, so the, okay. I'm talking about I'm talking about the regular Joe that's not thinking of sex. You, you, you are a sex. You know, I mean, you you are a sex educator. You know, so mm -hmm. it, it's it's understandable. But I mean, on an everyday basis, people hardly carry wallets. They carry their phones more than they carry condoms, right? So hey, there's pouches already. There's that casing for condoms on the phones already. What? Hello? And it doesn't look yeah. like it because it's Is covered there? by the pop, pop socket already. Oh my God, there's no more justification yeah. for not, not having a wallet. Or, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I'm just yeah. thinking of the everyday Joe. That doesn't carry because I carry. I've been. I mean, I've always been careful every ever ever since. But that's because I was educated in it. But for others, I can I can already sense. I don't. If I ask a guy, yo, you got one? I bet you ninety percent of the time that the guys that I talk to won't have. That I doubt it. I doubt someone just carries it just in case, you know. And I think. Yeah. I think guys should carry it more often, you know, and whether or not they're in. Oh yes. I, I think that's that's the thing is is we need to continue that conversation. The diet. we need to normalize it. Yes, we we need we need it to be yet we need like packs of condoms to be in our EDCs or everyday carry because. But the stigma we need to. Be, I mean, there's a stigma as well, though. You know, you I mean? don't just use it for sex, though. You can use it for waterproofing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> if you need a Need your kids to play with something. You take out the condom and make it into a balloon. I do that, by the way. <laughs> oh my god! Because it's just a regular thing. Maybe that's what we need to um, tell people <laughs> to just see it as as a as an everyday thing, like coins or <laughs> pens coins. or whatever. <laughs> oh but god. yeah, so going back to peaches, you were seventeen when you got pregnant. Eighteen when you gave birth. Yeah. What happened to you then? What happened to you after? Nothing. How did you cope? Life went on. I was a working mm -hmm. student. And then come mm -hmm. college, I was even a cheerleader back then. And then oh. I was an athlete. And then so I was an athlete, working student. And then mm -hmm. soon after, my daughter came to age of three. I was graduating. Uh, I entered my first job, which was in corporate real estate. And then, yeah, it was really, I didn't stop. Like, I, I couldn't stop because one, the guy and I did not end up together. 
And then two, it was really, I wanted to prove to myself that, hey, I don't need a guy. I mean, need good D every so often, but then I don't need a guy to live. Like, yeah, how was I that? Can I can manage on my how, own. How were you able to not be forced to stay in a relationship being pregnant with him? Uh, how was that mindset? How did you become so forward thinking and, and not get stuck with, you know, trying to be with It was hard. Hey you, yes you, I'm talking to you. If you like unscripted conversations on heartbreak, listen to Walwal Sesh, the podcast. Ang podcast ng mga sawi, hosted by Doc Gia. Part of the process of moving on is really accepting that it was or it never, it never happened. Was, yeah. Take it one day at a time, no? Surrends. It's something that we need to, in a way, let people know na it's okay to cry. And... Vino. If you're just expecting, pero you're not doing anything or something, mm-hmm. para malaman ng partner mo kung ano ba yung pangangailangan mo, then walang, walang mangyayari. Available on all major podcast platforms. Powered by Podcast Network Asia. To begin with, the guy and I had so many problems, like, he was the guy who introduced me to so many things, not only sexually, but also like, um, what do you call this? Um, we experimented with substance with, it wasn't a healthy relationship. And then eventually we saw different sides to each other, which got violent. That's why I said, oops, I'm done. I, okay. this, is, this is the end of the line. Because one, it's different when you hit me, it's different when you hit a kid. So that oh. was my exit seat. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so that's a yeah. whole different story. <laughs> yeah. That's why I had to prove to myself that, hey, I can manage. I don't need this. Yeah, that's tough. Kudos to you. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Salute to, to all women who go through any kind of abuse. Um, but how did you pick yourself up yeah. and not hate men? And what? how was the next relationship? How did that carry over after this This. uh I guess this uh, field um, relationship. It took a while. Like my next relationship after that was like three, four years later. So and then no, I had no trust issues. Four years, no dick for four years, zero. I had toys. I've had toys, so it's fine. I can manage. <laughs> but yeah, of course, like I would have random hookups, but then it's not really random, and you know them as part of your circles circle or i don't know mm-hmm. i want to really call them random you just yeah. say hey i can be hello off over drinks and then let's see where this goes that like it happened i i did that that was also my experimental phase it's like i literally grew up the same way any person grew up it didn't really stop me because like i had to be home at this time because i know my kid will look for me or i had to be somewhere at this time this day because I just have to be the parent right now. I didn't have to be working on myself, working on like work or yeah. So it was really play it by ear. You have to be somewhere. I lived by a file of facts at that time. <laughs> and and how important is it for being a single mom, but also having a very active or at least uh, having a sex life, having, having find that balance because some women say, Oh no, forget it. No more men. Uh-uh, Ayora, but with you, you still, it took you a while, but you made it a point to get the D. You made it a point that it was just D, not a relationship. You know what I mean? You weren't looking for 
a relationship just to get the D. All you wanted was sex. The first guy I dated after a kid's dad, what I thought was friends with benefits for two years. Okay. He actually thought I was his girlfriend. He introduced me to his mom. He, I met his barcada. Like the dad really loved hanging out with me, even at his place. I'm like, oh, hey. Then apparently the introduction of me was, oh, this is my girlfriend. I was like, huh? No, wait. Okay. So that's how we ended things because I told him, wait, this is how I saw us because we never really talked about it. And then you introduced me as your girlfriend to everyone else. And then, so after two years, that was when we ended up, you know, breaking up because of my my mom, <laughs> me defining uh, everything and like saying, "Hey, this was good, B." But I don't really like do multiple guys in like one one situation or one span. But then, yeah. Um, but before him, I really like. I don't know. It's the thrill of the chase. I like giving the. I like giving guys the thrill of the chase, and then. Eventually, is it worth giving it? Maybe. Is it worth really? Nah. nah. I, I know when to step back and go on. You know? It, That's interesting. I think I got to read the room. That's interesting, uh, Doc, how Peaches, she's the one retracting pag-gusto ng guy ng commitment or any signs that he wants something more stable. She retracts, right? And um, she just... Yeah. She just wants D, which, you know, most guys are willing to <laughs> give, I'm sure. But um, the fact that you just want things uh, without any relationship is, is uh, interesting. Um, I think that's what most guys want. I think it's normal. It's normal. A lot of us girls are like this. I, yo, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm so for it. You know, <laughs> I've, been preaching, <laughs> I've been preaching it for so long, but... I mean the stigma in in the in society is you know I mean if if you're you're not in a relationship but you're getting it okay you know what I mean uh, the, the the stigma with 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 women is, is tough as opposed to guys who do that it's 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 praised upon um, you know so but but I guess it's already you know 2021 as they say so and it, it's becoming common as yeah. well. I'm, I'm, I'm and, I'd rather. No, but I guess it's also like growing up with certain characters in, on media that were the same, that were like pretty, you know, like interesting. You have, let's go back to old series. Um, you had Marissa from VOC who would sleep around, even experimented with girls and would, you know, not be called off for it. And then there was also, what's her name? Uh, Brooke Davis from One Tree Hill. Uh, you know, if you reference shows, it, it's all across me. Right? The, Samantha from Sex and City. She's my favorite. Powerful woman. Yeah. Top of oh, her yeah, game. I love her. And, you know? And she just gets good deal. Apparently, the guy fell in love with her first. And then she was like, okay. And then yeah, eventually, when the guy backed yeah. off. You know? Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's like knowing what you want and, you know, living by it or being firm about it but i love how you mm -hmm. set the boundaries that you don't want anything serious that commitment yet you know i mean you just want to just go with the flow um and, yeah. and you're okay with that you know what i mean you're fine and so how's the dating experience now you know a couple years later 
what do you like, what you don't like? What are your turn-ons, turn-offs? I like a guy who knows how to listen, like know who knows Bard or yeah, um, I like a guy who can make me laugh and you know gets my jokes even if sometimes I know diversity and inclusion is a thing right now, but sometimes you know you can't really stop your, the jokes about it or the jokes that circle around that. So far, like dating now. Wait, you mean during this pandemic, right? Like not well, pandemic, over the years. The years, yeah. Your dating experience. Have you just dated Filipino guys? Have you dated foreigners? Uh, what is the it difference? It's really a mix. What what what's it's the difference mix. between the guys that you've dated? I noticed Filipino guys are more conservative. That they, if they want just sex, they actually have their own escape plans that really suck. They're not really <laughs> people you would talk to after. Like, ma'am, ma'am, thank you, ma'am, is really a thing for them. Not like if they were foreigners, like, hey, this was good. Um, I'll see you around. I'll talk to you next time. And then they actually do. And they're much more decent about it. Because, again, guy, Filipino guys, uh, not for anything, can be quite narrow-minded about these things. And, yeah, I think it's the lack you of... Know, they're like... I think they're it's the literally, ma'am, ma'am, thank you, ma'am. I think it's a lack of conversation. I think, and the, and, the, and and I think the picture that's happening in in the Philip in the Philippines per se. I don't know, maybe all over the world, but just in the Philippines, it, guys are at an age told, or at least they try to show that the men are always in control, that the men is always good at at uh, at sex, or that they have to be good, <laughs> and it's not even true. You know I mean? think we've already established that that's not true. Yeah. But I mean, at a young age, you right. know, it's, it's 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 really the lack of conversation in in the home. I mean, I, I know a lot of guys that mm-hmm. talk a lot of crap, you know, all over the world. Fine, uh, all all nationalities. I I would have to say there's a lot of guys that will talk a big game, uh, but in the Philippines, I think they talk a lot of big game, but they don't talk about it to their partners in general because the family members don't talk about it. It's not talked about in the home. Uh, it's not discussed. And also, I think Filipino women are not going to say, you're terrible. Can we fix this? Uh, you're not dead. I think Filipino women also just tend to drift <laughs> and not try to find you. Oh, yeah. Not, not to say yeah. not, not to say that um, they need something more because they, they're scared to hurt their partner's yeah. feelings. Yeah. But, you know. I think, I think thing. And. And so that's why you see peaches here where, you know, I mean, guys where she's had one night stands and they just take off. And have you had more good sex or bad sex over the years? What's the ratio for you? Mm. It's very subjective. To be fair, I only orgasmed when I hit 25. So. Oh, my goodness gracious. I know. I I was waiting for you guys actually to bring that up. But then I know. I only orgasmed when I was 25. It was even after having my kid. So that is a thing. What? Um, yeah. Almost 10 years. At 25? Oh, well, you know, that's okay. At least you were able to orgasm at 25. And you have a lot of years. I'm just curious. To, to enjoy your orgasm. So, so all the guys that you've been with from 16, 17 years old up to 25, you never... They never asked, or you never said, "Hey, I never came." You would lie. It, 
it was really more of me trying to figure out what's this feeling. I'm just enjoying it, but I haven't like peaked or what do you call this? Like felt it in the back of my neck or no, no. Curl up and everything, like everything. You You feel all the sensations. I only felt it when I was 25. And how was that? How yeah. did that happen? Congratulations. How that <laughs> yeah, how did that happen? So yeah. that was like what? Like eight years after, right? <laughs> yeah, eight years. I mean, how, how did you That's okay. How did you decide, okay, or how did you orgasm with was it with a was it a certain position? Was it uh, a certain a certain size? He was athletic that day. <laughs> He was athletic mm. that day, but he is his height is technically six. He's a six footer. So I, I like vertically challenging men. So I like, you know, going up and down. And you like tall men? I don't know. It's just, I like men who are taller than me. It's not really taller okay. men. So long as they, you know, at least I'm shorter because I used to date someone my height. I'm like, mm, okay, something's missing. <laughs> There's Okay. But yeah, if it's taller than me, I'm good. Um, so what happened with him was that was actually very interesting. Um, so we drove to a province for a day trip and then checked in just to have sex. We were there until the late evening and then yeah, it was just he was just athletic and then he would just use the hot tub and then go back to bed and then hot tub, go back to bed and then Drain the hot tub, have <laughs> call it in, have them refill it, and you know. Um, but basically, he was just athletic that day. He just, God, I, I even asked, "Are you on something? Why is this happening?" <laughs> but yeah, I peaked when he was super rough, like holding my hair from behind and then going at it, like like oh, I like it when a guy is aggressive from the back. So a doggy. And then, yeah, and then you know. Not like holding my shoulders and I don't know. It's yeah, thing. yeah, ramming it's you from behind. Yes, like yeah. <laughs> oh my god, win! Oh my god, Tony, don't try like that, please. <laughs> right? <laughs> Hello. It. Yeah, He's this already is- imagining it, but uh, that's okay. I mean, that's part of the show. It, it, oh, yeah. I would be so surprised if he won't be imagining um, women having sex while we're doing this show. That would be so weird. Yeah, I'm <laughs> stay professional, Doc. I'm trying to stay professional. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's normal. It's okay. No one's judging you. And uh, I really feel that the women here that we get, they already know that you'll be thinking of that. You know, we have hot women. Peaches is hot. Thank you. Said, right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so run us through, you know, of of that. Oh my god. It was like a I'm good... imagining it too. <laughs> no, because we left Manila five AM, got there so around seven, eight, early check in and then we were like, okay, we're still groggy. Let's go back to bed. But then, you know, it's nice waking up next to a person that you're like super comfortable with. So you're like, okay, what do you want to do? Okay, let's eat the hot tub. And then bam. And you're like, okay. And then we even tried on the ledge of the bathtub, of the bathtub, of the hot tub. And then 
after mm-hmm. that shower in the shower i was like oh my god he is athletic today game on then mm-hmm. like even lunch was like wait time out let's eat this is too much already but then even during lunch like okay i'm done there's only a few bites but let's get back to it so it was fun and I don't so know. you were just having sex the whole day pretty much yeah and nice. it was like it was like our thing we would go around the philippines he would fly out together come back together and then lead separate lives in it see you next week see you in two days when is our he, next was he Filipino? where are we going Pinoy siya? Pinoy? he was he is he is yeah and he why and why did that la- last uh or get into something more serious if it was so great i mean uh how long did yeah and how long did that last uh so that lasted for five years and then oh wow yeah oh. i was able to go to different countries even <laughs> because <Wow>. of our <laughs> escapades <laughs> so five um, years yeah. was just on the down low it was nothing formal nothing serious it only got weird on year four, four and five, because we're feeling like we wanted something more, but we were waiting on each other to say something. Okay. Yeah. And then when I said something, he took it the wrong way. Because I said, like, I am having fun. I am enjoying this. But you are aware I have a kid. It's kind of hard considering, like, one of us, he is a public figure and I'm not. So I'm like, eh, there's a lot of obstacles there. So eventually, like on year four, only to find out on social media and whatever, he was seeing someone else. No. So I talked to him. Yeah. So when I talked to him about it, I was like, hey, what's this? Blah, blah, blah. You know, we've been doing something on the side for like almost four years. And then. Eh. Yeah, this just happened recently. So, you know, I, I'm just doing it for the sake of. It was like, okay. And then, so yeah. So, only to find out um, on year four, he got, got her pregnant. But, I mean, the girl that was publicly his girlfriend. And then he was like, oh, by the way, I don't want to lose you. I was like, oh. okay. You can have your cake and eat it too. Okay. <laughs> but then the girl knew about me. And um, so, yeah. So he got her pregnant. And then she asked him to marry her. But he was like, no, I have to talk to someone. And then he asked me if I'm fine with it. So I was like, whoa, it's not my decision. What? I know. Huh? I know. No way. Yeah. So yeah, what if you said no? Not, you're not okay with him marrying her. You you would have followed. Did he have balls? No, no, that's just it. So I told him, you do what you have to do, because she already told both of us that she wants to get married so that the kid's not a bastard. I don't want another kid losing a parent over you know, yeah. over a third party in my life. I already had that going on in my own life. I don't want to. I don't want to do the same for another person. So, so that was their thing. So they got married. This was the funny part. I was invited to the wedding okay. as a witness. Oh, wow. No, he wanted me to be like, can you sign the paper as my witness? What? what? 
<laughs> I know. That was one. The second funny thing He's is crazy. <laughs> I'm judging when the, him. When the kid came out, Masochista. Can you be a Ninang? I'm like, what the fuck? Can I be a Oh, he doesn't he doesn't want to let you go. Yeah. Yeah. He said he was trying to just keep you. Yeah. Yeah. He said, I don't want to lose you, blah blah blah. Must be that I good. said, You're not going to lose me. I, I will still be your friend. Like not in that way anymore, but you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like I even I stopped I stopped meeting up with him and you know, doing stuff around with him until the kid hit one year old. Because I thought he was going to turn things around, but apparently he did not. <laughs> so but yeah. So wait, wait, wait. So you were still fooling around with him after he got married? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, great. So I you were you were for that. I I admit No, that. no, no. No one's judging you, but you were you were in that whole thing as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I into him too. I was at that phase where no, it wasn't really a phase. I was I was at the point already where I was like I actually would consider you as the one. Like I would, oh. and then he would like make give me like you all know, guys would build you up and say, oh, you know, this is the perfect scenario for us. This is how we should. Is okay, fine. No judgment here, but the way I see it is, there's a, some sort of manipulation on his end because. He knew knew that what you had was special. Four or five years is 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 quite a long time, and to to do all the experiences without any drama for those four years until this girl shows up, you know that doesn't go unnoticed. You know that that's that's something special. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, he knew you were sort of attached on an emotional level, uh, and. The only thing was missing was it to be official. And then here he is. Yeah. He goes and makes this girl out of nowhere publicly official. Meanwhile, you and him have four years. And so he's got you. Or he, I would think that he w- he's got you. And, you know, he makes you want oh, yeah. to be at the wedding. One, he makes you be at the wedding, which is fine, you know. But him, him wanting you to be a witness, him wanting you to be, be a ninang is definitely something. There, there, there's some... There's a there's there's more to it. Manipulation, luring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But hey, we're good friends now. Like, you know, he sends me pictures of kid, and but he never shows the girl in any of the pictures. It's always him and the kid, or just the kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, what are you trying to prove to you? Are you trying to prove something to me what's or to that, yourself? What's that saying? So how did it end? What's that I mean, saying? what's that saying in in Tagalog in? Hi, ako si Nonong Balinay Ako si GB Labrador At ako naman si James Karan And welcome, welcome to, to the Kuda Uy, teka lang Ano ka ba hindi natin show to? Huh? Ini-invite ah, lang natin sila Yun naman pala Ang show na ito ay para sa mga cool pals Na hindi cool pals Pwede nyo rin kami pakinggan Sa aming podcast Sa Spotify Anchor, FO Podcast, at iba pang platforms. At kung pinagtawalan mo si James dahil mali ang pronunciation niya, kupal ka! 
Something with kumare. I have no idea. It's 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 a Filipino thing that I always laugh I, <laughs> when I hear someone says say it. It's so oh it's hilarious, and, it, and it's and it's so true that walasi uh, asawa, but nanjan si kumare. Something along those lines. Like whenever whenever the wife is away. Mm, oh yeah, yeah. Nanjan naman si There's someone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that's what it is. Damn, I've never heard of that though. He tried to actually make it work with you know him, him instead of him losing you as a partner, sexual partner, physical partner, he made you part of the family. You know, so I know. in the future, mm-hmm. if things don't work out, he will always be connected to you because you'll be connected to his child. To you, yeah, yeah. It was a good move. Actually, that's how. That's how. Oh no! <laughs> not a good move at all. Wait, it's it's a good strategy, but no. If you think of no. the intentions and how, yeah, how it's going to affect yeah. everyone involved. The, no, the, like, the intention is 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 wrong, but strategically, it is sneaky. It is yeah, it's sneaky. It's sneaky. It's shady. You know, he sends you pictures of him. <laughs> it's manipulative. It's manipulative. Yeah. So He's, where is this guy now? After yeah, did, giving you that orgasm, yeah. those orgasms. He's still, he's okay. He's still, you know, still doing his thing. <laughs> um, what do you mean? He's, he's still, you know, he is who he is. So I can't really do anything about it. But yeah, he's been having sex with someone else while um, he's oh, married. Oh, last week. And no, because we used to, when, when he had that thing going on with the other girl, I tried mm-hmm. dating. He mm-hmm. actually flipped, like came to my house yelling, what the fuck is going on? What is this? Oh. Like, whoa, 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 you're coming from, I get where you're coming from. But again, it's not the right, you know, it, it didn't seem right because already there was already the other girl. So that not, was a very, he has a narcissistic comp. He's, oh yeah, I, I call them selfish when we fight things. The complex <laughs> like, when when he when a guy has possession or thinks that he has a possession over someone and and he's in a relation, he's in a marriage or any kind of other relationship, and he tells a girl that she can't or gets pissed off like that. Many and may complex for sure, for sure. But so it sounds like he has some. Um, uh, narcissistic tendencies yeah or like symptoms sure. of being a narcissist but we actually don't know what's going on with him so we, we yeah. can't we can't label him as though yeah what he was doing to you sounds like he wanted to keep you for his own good like you're not supposed to be happy with anyone else yeah. you're just gonna be with me he did admit that that he wanted to be selfish with me. He he did say that. Like even after the breakup, even after now, even when I talk to him, he's like, you know, I, I still don't get it. Like I screwed up and you're still my friend. I'm like because no one would understand you better than someone you've been seeing for such a long time. That's how I always see it. That's why I'm friends with practically all of my exes. And like Yeah, how did you draw the line long though? Enough to, how how did you how do you know when to Yeah, how that? did you say that Doc Yeah, you're you're gonna stop. Doc, yeah, Doc made a great uh, question where she's like, "How do you end something like this? You know, when you're when you're in something very manipulative, you know, it's it, there's some sort of exploitation or um, kind of it's not really a um, toxic toxic in a sense because he lets you be, but at the same time, 
there have been nuances of him being, you know, losing his temper. And and that in itself is you have to question that. So, but how do you end something that's that's so great? I literally walked away. Well, no, we had a sit-down talk. It was at lunch. He picked me up from the office and he was like, Oh, I, I need to talk to you. And it it became a pattern that something I noticed that I stopped having sex with him. And then eventually I, he would just talk to me. Like every time he had problems with the, the wife, he would just talk to me. And I was like, okay, do you see it on a female perspective? And then I would explain it to him in, in a way he would get it. And he was like, no, but why is it when it was with you, it was so much easier? Was, as, uh, then I said again, 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 I was not your girlfriend. I was your fuck buddy. And it, as a fuck buddy, we didn't really have that, you know, those lines set in stone. She rolls differently. I roll differently. So I had to explain it to him in a way. And then when I told him that last time I had lunch with him in for about that, he was like, um, I told him that this has to be the last and if we are to get together again, I want to do it as actual friends, not as your guidance counselor or a translator for women for you to get your wife. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I want to know what's happening with you. How are you? Stuff like that. And it was a really heavy talk for us. Like I ended up crying. He ended up like tearing up and then we were like, this is it. This is really where it ends. I'm... I'm more vocal when it comes to something like this with him or with actually with any guy I see. I, I tell them these are the parameters of this. This is a set arrangement. But yeah, I'm very vocal. And like, I, I love, if I want something to shift, I love it, Peaches. How I will tell them on the spot. Like, have, hey, I'm starting to feel something. Yeah, I love it how you, uh, you really um, have your non negotiables and your boundaries set. I think a lot of women and men, they let go of their boundaries when. They have emotions. And it's hard to keep... No, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Like, if you're emotionally... You're starting to fall for something, you kind of, okay, I'll let this pass. Okay, I'll let this pass. But how many times are you going to let it pass and then it's actually then and there already? Oh, shit, I'm into it. You know, you're in too deep eventually. Like, oh my God, no. It's a trap. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's good. It's a short-term solution to to a bigger problem if you just decide to stay and you know that sex is great but other than that there's so many other you know problems that you see you see it you see the you have the foresight to know that okay you don't want to get into this this is something that you don't want to get into and and that's great you know a lot of people don't have that how did you move on from that one (laughs) wow like you went from a 17 year old getting knocked up and then (laughs) You meet someone that's four years under the radar, something so great. Who gave you your first orgasm? Yeah. <laughs> at, at 20 I know. How do you how do you find or not find, but how do you move on from a great orgasm to something that should have been stopped all of a sudden to moving on? How, how, who did you date next? Um well I I go on dates, but None of them have really like made it to the extent like I would have good orgasms from time to time. This pandemic really screwed me over. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's been a year. Yeah, it's been a year. God damn it. 
since I've had, you know, good tea. It's all been, you know, self-service, eh? Yeah. And how are you now? I, I sound, you sound frustrated. I am. So, okay. I am. I am so, if we have any listeners out there who can service. <laughs> oh my God. If there was stag mamas, give me a stag daddy. <laughs> yeah, <you>. right? <laughs> no, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. As long as you know you want it. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, I, so, but then I'm that mean, guy. I go out on dates. And I meet people, interesting people. But then, you know, it has to be like, like, don't bring in more stupid people into my life, please. I want people I can talk to and have good sex with and then, you know, talk to again. But then, like, I know if the guy wants commitment, let's see, that's under review. But I'm not rushing that. <laughs> so that's before how the I pandemic, uh, Peaches, before the mm -hmm. pandemic, who was your last? I mean, how did that go? No, that was oh boring. I was I was traveling alone, and then mm. I met. Where did someone. you go? I went to El Nido. I stayed in a hostel. And well, that's my thing. I like traveling, and I because of oh, the, the guy, nice. the other guy. Yeah, and I like staying in hostels because you meet more interesting people that way. Um, I cannot but, stay in hostels, but okay. <laughs> and then yeah, so there was this group of uh, European guys that you know. We met staying in the same oh, house, and we were like, Okay, yeah. you guys want to do the same tours? Yeah, sure, let's meet up at the dock at 5 a.m. So we were like, Okay, let's do this. And then there, there was this one guy who was like, mm. He was very careful with me, he was very, like, you know, attentive to like where I would jump, where I would dive into, and you know, just j swim away from the boat from. And he would like follow me, so like that night. A lot of tequila shots after. He was like, oh, you want to go back up? I was like, wait, which room are you staying in? And apparently it was like three doors down from mine. I was like, let's see how this goes. But yeah, but so that happened. And <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. But then when I was about to orgasm, his roommate came in and they were like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, because there's four in a room. So the, the other guy comes in and he was like, dude. Leave. Oh, is that the other girl from our tour group? I was like, hell no. <laughs> Wrong girl, but yeah. <laughs> so apparently they didn't were... lock the door. <laughs> well, dumbass didn't. He was too drunk too. But he saw my swimwear, he saw my underwear across the floor with my shirt. So I was like, okay, everyone's gonna know this. But yeah. It was a failed attempt. So did you orgasm? No. You didn't. I was oh. like, oh my God, you're actually trying to hook up with her and then you ended up with me. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm dressing up. Bye. So, escape. Oh <laughs> my God. That's such a... That's a boner break. Hassel. Hey. Yeah. I know. That's a clit well, destroyer. You know, knowing that you're yeah. sleeping with him and then he was trying to hit on some other girl during the tour. Yeah, but then I was like... Mm. It's good D though for a while. Damn it. Lost for, that, for that moment. Yeah, for that moment. So oh. that was the last. And then there was nothing for a year. None. Uh, oh my yeah. God. Oh yeah. my God. Because I flew my, back my, to Manila and then one week aching. after into COVID. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, vagina. So, I, can't, I can't last a year. That's why <laughs> Without. It's been. Because the week after I flew back to Manila, 
damn, it was already COVID. Uh, no, it started with Taal. And then after Taal, it was COVID. I was like, oh my God. Wala ka bang kapit-bahay dyan, <laughs> There was one, but then, wala Sobrang, dami wala. complications, oh. dami niyang baggage eh. Na, I was oh, referred to as the bro. So yeah. You did you hook up with that guy? Or no? I tried, but I was called a bro. Oh. Like, actually do you, and, you know, I would even date you. You're such a bro. But you're a bro. Wow. Ah. I never heard of it as a you know negative thing. Yeah. I was like, okay, never mind. Bye. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's you know, normally you would see that the other way around. The girl saying, You're a bro. That's not that's not fuck things up. But this is a guy saying, yo, I see you as a bro. Yeah. I mean, I know he, how sad is my oh my sucks. I felt hurt. Did he break it down <laughs> as to why he sees you as a bro and not not you know n- nothing more? I mean, he did say though that um this his exact words were if I do this with you it might screws it's my it might screw us over or things over between us. Oh, okay. So it's more like, of like a friend zone. That he, yeah. Yeah. Or, that he, he didn't want to, or he doesn't want to like ruin. Or, so he cares for you that much. Yeah, he respects you. He respects the friendship more. At he that just, point, I was like, don't respect me right now. Peace. <laughs> I know, right? Disrespect <laughs> me. I need you. But like, we can still be friends. No, if, if it's bad sex, let's say he knows that he's not great in bed. Oh yeah, that's that's. I, I think there. Thanks are for the heads guys. up. That's a deal breaker. <laughs> there, there are times where guys, you know, know what? it's not gonna work out in that physical manner. Like, there's there are some women that you know that your the chemistry, the sexual chemistry isn't there, so you don't want to just do it for the sake of just doing it. So, you you kind of find ways to. If a guy is as intuitive as he is with himself, he knows that if it's gonna be good or not, if he's attracted or not, or if he he's He's good at it, you know. What I mean, and he was safe to to pull the the bro card because he he might he might have been bad, and you want to, and then just imagine having bad sex with your bro. If it's good sex, yeah. Bro. No, I can't. Oh my god. Oh my god. Don't when you said that, I, I imagined, and it's like, uh, uh no. Oh, so <laughs> yeah, that's probably oh, why we're really god. not going to. <laughs> Uh, that right. explains like, how platonic your relationship is. Fuck. Oh my god. Oh yeah, you know what? <laughs> it's like, you know, would you fuck a brother? No. Oh, okay, no, no. I know. So maybe that's what he was thinking like during that time. And yeah, but yeah, yeah but hey, you're yeah. not you know, you're not blood. Like I don't know, you know, how that works. You're not blood. In my head. If you're not blood, you're a good friend. You're not a brother. You're not a sister. But I understand, like, um, Doc Reek and I, we're not blood, but I look at her with the utmost respect. And You don't have to explain. It's, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I love it. Trust me. Trust me. I made that decision a long time ago. Trust yeah. me. When you, when you joined the show, I was like, oh, it's not going to happen. <laughs> oh my god yeah. but yeah um, peaches maybe we should find someone else 
Can we make this like um, a call to action? We need someone <laughs> who's willing to go on the show and apply <laughs> to see if he's good enough for peaches. Come on. Come on, D, guys. Please. I know there are men listening. <laughs> oh we need good D. We need good, secure D. Someone who's not going to be um, attached, too attached, but someone who's just okay. Right? Well, we, yes. we wouldn't know, no right? Because, please. you know, <laughs> it's very subjective. Good sex to someone might be bad sex to, to, to peaches. And I'm, yeah. sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure bad sex is a deal breaker for her. The way I see it, it if, you, if you're bad D, she's not going to call you again. She's not going to text you. If anything, it'll be just a conversation. Hey. But, but you know, <laughs> you won't know if it's bad D unless you try. And you give the guy, what, three, five times, five tries Are you to serious? actually say that it's bad? Because that much? I think the I, first uh, try it was like really bad, then you won't give give him a try anymore, like give him a chance anymore. But if you see that he can, there's room for improvement, good sex happens with time. So if you see that there's room for improvement, you'll give the guy a chance. I give guys like five chances if they're good during that first. Um, encounter. I don't know. You're generous, dog. Yeah. Bad. I don't know. I, I know. Five, 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 five. I won't. Nah. Most five. Girls, if it's just, five. Yeah. If it's just like a one-off, like if it's just casual, and it's not good, and and you're trying to be casual, yeah, I, I hit and miss once, twice, fine. But if it's if it's really bad, second time. If it's really bad, it's done. Yeah. Even the first time, it's done. But if there's potential, you know, because it's like. It's like dating someone, you know, you see this potential in him and like, okay, let's give you a chance. So sex is like that. I see sex is that. If it's a bit good or good during the first try, I know that he can improve to make it better and better and better and better. To put a, I guess, um, that's why it's so important to have that conversation. I think a conversation. Yeah. I think setting the foundation of a conversation rather than just not knowing the person and having a, a fine, mm -hmm. nothing wrong with a one night stand. But if there's no foundation of a, of, of, of a conversation context, a conversation, yeah. Uh, you have no basis to actually want to do it again because, okay, bad sex, bad D, why would I even want to hang out with him? I don't even know him, you know? Might have, he, he <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, I'm not gonna waste but, my time on you, but, right? <laughs> but guys, if you can romantically stimulate her mind and and laugh, make her laugh before you guys do anything, then you have a sh shot at a maybe a second, a third, maybe even a yes. fourth. If that conversation is that deep, but if you're just one off, like you don't know each other, and then it's bad sex. Good luck. But I mean, if it's great sex. And you really don't know him. You just, oh, yo, you have a second. You have a third. No matter how dumb you are. But I think after a while, it works <laughs> off. You know, hey, after a while, it's gone. <laughs> if he don't talk. Don't push your luck. <laughs> you know, if he don't talk, mm -hmm. it, it becomes where, okay, it's just sex. It's great sex. But then you're lacking something in, in, in the department of human connection. Because he doesn't know how to 
engage. He doesn't know how to stimulate your mind. So it, okay. it, you end up looking for something else further down the line, maybe four or five years, maybe six years. You know, you say you say to yourself, OK, maybe I don't want this anymore. Yeah, you know, it's great sex. But now let me find someone who's great in bed and also stimulating my mind as well. So, oh, yeah. Mm hmm. That's just my the way I see it over the years that I've seen how I have been and how, how some other women have been. When I didn't engage in a conversation, they wouldn't they wouldn't want they just want dick. Okay, that's it. Stay get away. Yeah, and you will be gone like after after um a few times. Yeah, they of don't doing it. Like, like, okay, I'm gone. I, if I'm you gone. know how to connect. Yeah. Well, usually it's and okay. you have good D. Mm -hmm. Well, they'll, they'll say thank you and then okay, I I'm gone. Thank you. I'm like okay, <laughs> <laughs> like a, it's a transaction. It's basically a transaction. It is. It is. Yeah. Don't try to hug me. Don't try to. Don't try to do anything to to be a boy. What is it? Uh um. The boy boyfriend experience. Yeah, boyfriend. Experience. <laughs> They're like, don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't, and I'm like, okay, I won't. You know, I'm the last guy to actually. Do the boyfriend experience. Uh, I'll I'll treat you with respect, but the boyfriend experience. Okay, that's that's where you know. I mean, uh, the balance. <laughs> that's for someone else. <laughs> so I guess this um this episode is really for Peaches to look for someone who will fulfill her <laughs> requirements. Oh because God. there we have a lot of listeners speeches you know we are congratulations by the way tones we are um in the top 200 am i correct 150 yeah. podcast Congrats, in the right. philippines so we do have a lot of listeners so <laughs> you know i'm not putting that pressure on anyone i'm not even thinking about this from time to time Male, well, you know you just put it out there and it may happen i i I'm the one who's being frustrated about not having D for one year, but I know for you, <laughs> frustrated for you. Sorry, so, sometimes the toys help. <laughs> but I can, I'm curious. I can I'm curious. Hear uh, your what, what, disappointment. What what toys do you have? Yeah, when did you get your first toy, and what do you have in your arsenal? Well, last year I had to get rid of some of my toys. Like literally, just threw them in the trash can. Why? But Why? No, because okay, okay. My daughters play with my toys. The clean ones. Huh? Yeah, the huh? clean ones. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Um, I I wasn't ready yet. I wasn't mm -hmm. ready yet. So, so I disposed of everything. Now. That was before pandemic. During the pandemic, I only ended up buying one, and it's already the the egg. That's it. Oh, I'll send you some. The oh yoni. Is that the yoni? Oh, egg? I'll I'll send you some. You know. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but your, yeah, but what age did you I used first to. Toy? What 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 age did you get your first? My first toy. It was. That that guy, orgasm guy, mm. it was his gift. He gave me a a dildo uh, type. Oh, okay. But it's not really a dildo. It's not a full dildo. It was like what maximum five six inches or something like that. Okay. So it's so it's for longer. penetration. Yeah. yeah. Well, just to clarify, when I said I let my daughters play with my toys, they like 
I have vibrators flying around and they're clean and they use it as like toys to massage themselves and whatever, but not really to play with their genitals, right? So, <laughs> because then they're toys. So, and, and they're so used to seeing dicks around, like toy dicks around. Uh, <laughs> so it's okay. Because you look at it, like for children, you let them look at it as toys because they're toys. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. It does, but I never really saw it that way. And I was like, okay, no, because a kid flew in with my mom and I know my mom would know what these ah, things are. Yeah. So I'm like, no, these do not have to appear in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with my mom who raids my closet. Oh, I want to wear your like this. I want oh, to see gosh. what do you have in your closet. She digs a little deeper. She might find surprises. So. I'll, I'll, I'll send you one that But that's interesting, Doc, how, <laughs> how Peaches mm-hmm. is very in touch with her sexuality. But look how she threw out her toys because she was afraid her mom would find them and have that discussion. To judge her? Yeah, exactly. It's so, it's so funny. Me you want to know a funny thing? Yeah. My mom was part of a convent. My dad was the one who drove her out of it. Oh, really? My mom would have been a nun if it wasn't for my dad. So that was That's so cool. No, it's not. So sometimes, like, I'm so, I have to be careful with the shit I say in front of my mom. I'm like, really? <laughs> but my dad's like, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, yeah. Well, my story is the other way around. My dad used to be in the seminary, and then my mom's the outspoken one. Oh my god! But but that's so cool, right? Like for your parents, they're already your. I mean, you're already an adult. You're a parent. (laughs) That's your safe space. Your room is your room, so it's kind of, you know, if I have toys, yeah, I I don't want my mom seeing them as well. But it's mine, so she won't be able to do anything. You know, I mean, like, (laughs) there's no. I get it. Yeah. Um, but that's just how <laughs> Filipino culture is, how we we respect our, our parents so much and we don't want them judging us. Uh, but at the same time, you know, we, we want to be free spirited. Um, but we're we're kind of like in in invisible handcuffs, you know, in, in trying to be who we are, trying to find out um, how to be our true selves in front of our parents because yeah. they would judge us. Um, and, and that's why this thing is so important. So, you know, to be on the show is, is, is really to just express oneself and, and really see how we're very sexual as a nation. You know, we're, we're you know, and, and we shouldn't hide from it. We should be more careful, definitely, disciplined, um, responsible, but never try to hide it, you know. But, Obviously, because we are in such a conservative or religious, I don't want to say conservative, religious country, um, we hide behind it. And um, uh, it, it just uh, it goes to show that, you know, our population, our lack of population control, is, is shows that someone's mm-hmm. having sex. We love sex. <laughs> oh, we do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing else to do. What are, what what else are we gonna do? We're just gonna. I, I'm just curious. So you, you've you've dated. You, have you ever dated uh, foreign guys? And how was that experience? How how was dating uh, 
Filipino guys and how is it dating uh, the foreign dudes? What what's the, what what did you like about the foreign guys that you've dated? Whether it's a, a Filipino American, Filipino uh, raised abroad or foreigner. Okay, what I like basically are hybrids. Like fellow Canadians are very interesting. Like they they know what to do, and they they you know you can guide them the way you like it, and they they just get it easily. Are we talking about Tony Tony? No. <laughs> no. I like how you stopped there. Why? Yeah, no. <laughs> you said Phil Canadians, right? Yeah, well, I'm not, not pertaining to that. Oh, what? <laughs> I have relatives who live in Canada who have friends oh, yeah. part of a community. <laughs> it's a joke. Oh, my God. My face no. doesn't come up on the fucking Google, but, okay? When you say Phil Canadian, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, so yeah, yeah, they know what they want. Yeah, and uh, you can play with them. You can yes. order them around, and they just get it. It's not like Filipinos have this tendency to be like over. It's either they're over dickish or they're too emotional. Mm -hmm. There's no in between. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god. Pick pick a side already, please. I hope you're picking the hard side, but we could okay. You know why? You know, I think I know why. I don't want to speak for all the men, but I think I know majority why. Mm. Game, why? game. The conditioning of the Filipino male in the Philippines has been bombarded, mm. conditioned so much with these love stories. The the narrative of, you know, uh you have to find the one. Love is the ultimate, and and sex is sacred. But as they grow and mature, they have to play that part of the guy, the 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 macho machismo women. It's by the numbers instead of the quality, and and that that makes a man a man by the number of women he's been with, and 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 that conditioning in the Philippines is 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 it's like a pull and push factor. You want to be. You want to be that romantic guy, but at the same time, you want to have that, you want to own it and show to the guys that you have women all over you or you can get all these women. And, and we perpetrate it by men with money. You see it more with men with money being able to get their way. And I see my friends growing up. I, I, I notice one thing is they know how to be sweet talkers to everyone, to all the women. Angaling. Uh, but when it comes down to being able to let the woman do what he's doing, they become, like you said, the other guy that you had for four years, they become manipulative. They become controlling. Uh, it's double standards. The double standards come into play because they're torn. You know what I mean? Girls shouldn't do this but guys can do it. And it's the conditioning that bata pa sila. They've been, they, they cannot departmentalize sex, love. There's no, there's no gray. They can do black and white for most. So that's why you're torn with some guys are so emotional. And then some guys are just deadbeat dicks, assholes who are fuck boys. And they don't realize that you can be in between. You can have respect, 
have a great sex life and not be in a relationship. But that, that comes with conversation. That comes with a dialogue. That comes with setting boundaries and following those boundaries. Because sometimes you say, okay, we're going to be F buddies. We're going to be FUBUs. And then someone gets emotional. And then it just develops into something more. And then you're like, oh, shit, fuck. That's not what I wanted. What happened? Um, and, 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 most guys, and most guys, and I found that out the hard way. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, it's been, you know, I mean, where the, where the sex is immaculate, you know, it's like awesome. But I was very much younger. And I think because I was, I was in a career where it required your credibility and, 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 and you don't want to tarnish your name. But at the same time, you have to feel your way where are you ready to to be you, I, I, the stigma with me is he's never he's the guy that you don't want to bring home to mom and dad. He's the guy that you want to be have a relationship with because he cannot have a commitment. And did I and that can be frustrating if you're not friggin' like um, your mindset is not strong enough to handle the 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 criticism. The, the 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 haters uh the bashing because it will get to you thinking that you are really a f boy or you are really an a-hole and you have to see that no you, you're not an a-hole you are just being a bachelor what just because i'm i'm a bachelor i'm not supposed to have sex just because i'm in a relationship uh, that means i have to just uh stick to being with just one person even though i don't feel like it you know, and why can't I be single and enjoy life? Why can't I be single and just have sex? What's wrong with that? As long as I'm open and, and, and transparent. And I think a lot of guys don't know that or they don't, they don't see it in that manner. Um, and that's why you have a lot of guys, not all, doing the, the sweet nothings, the terms of endearment, the, the promise ring. But it doesn't back it up <laughs> with their actions. Their actions the don't back up their words. <laughs> or if they do back it up, ano yan, isang taon lang, dalawang taon, wala na, nag, naghanap ng iba. Tapos na. For you, four yeah. years. Four years, he would not come out in the open with your relationship, that guy. But, yeah. all of a sudden, he meets someone and he's all out in, in public? Come on. Come on. Yeah. And look at him now. He's not happy. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Hi. But well, and why they do this? You know, why complicate what is so easy? But it's, it's hard to do what I do. Exactly. It's hard because you're stigmatized in, in, in society. And so if you look at it from my perspective, if you want a relationship, if you finally say, you know what? I just want a commitment. I just want to commit. You know how many girls are like, F you. F you. And then the, her girlfriends are like, yo, don't believe him. But what if I really do want one? Mm. But I've already been, you know what I mean? I've already been branded. So what I do now is I just I just embrace the the singlehood, the bachelorhood of 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 just me just not being pressured into having to be in society's box of you have to be in a relationship to be fully happy. No fuck that. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. Uh, no when I'm ready, I'm ready, and 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 right now I'm 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 living a fantastic life. Like I love being single. Like it's it's um, I I know that others have 
a beautiful marriage relationship, <laughs> fine. You know, others don't, and they're in a relationship. So, uh, I think to each his own. And uh, and and guys, you can have a, a healthy sex life without having a relationship. Uh, it all depends on 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 you. It's a choice you make, and um, setting those boundaries and having that open dialogue. I think that's so important. But obviously, a lot of things come into play: family, friends, on on your end and her end. A lot of girls would probably say, "Peaches, oh, don't sleep with Tones, or don't Doc, don't 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 whatever you do, don't sleep with Tony, whatever you do." Oh, you know, don't worry, I'm not going to say that. Peaches, <laughs> um, oh, go sleep with Tones. You, you mean, wow. <laughs> I mean, he has he has good D. I heard. So <laughs> if you've been frustrated for the past year, you have your man right here. <laughs> Maybe when he comes back, you know. I, I need, yeah, I'll, I'll I need, offer I need, him to you. I need at least a month to to work out to get back into. into <laughs> yeah. uh, I have just been a deadbeat. Oh, you better, you better be ready. You, you better be ready when you get back, home because. Oh my God, um, no pressure, man. Hasn't <laughs> <laughs> even said yes. She hasn't even said yes, Doc. What are you trying to? Like, wait, what? <laughs> no, you both be, better be ready. I mean. Uh, in general, For what? it's an <laughs> open possibility. Yeah, you're exploring, right? I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, you know. What was your worst sexual experience? Right? I, I'm just curious. Your worst sexual experience. Yeah. I think we need to get down to that because so guys know. I keep on forgetting to ask this question, and I think it's so important to to know each girl is different, and that if we find out what's wrong, or at least what you don't like, what women don't like and what we do wrong, I think that's the step for us being better sexual partners and being better lovers in the future. So what are some of the worst experiences that you've uh, had? Well, aside from the Wam Bam, thank you, ma'am, experiences, like, because it was underwhelming, I guess the worst one would be this guy... I'm not on, okay, don't make fun. It's Tinder. But yeah, you know how he built built himself up like, oh, you're not ready for this, blah, blah, blah. Like he was <laughs> like showing off and then sending dick pics. And I was like, it better be this girthy. It better be this long. And then, <laughs> okay, not, not bad. Like when, when we met up and it was there and I was like, eh, I can work with that. He was lazy. Man, please don't be lazy. Like, it's both ways. Like, I don't mind going on top and, you know, enjoying myself, like, vertically challenging myself with everything I can do on top of you. But then don't be lazy and expect it, the girl to do everything. That's how I see it. Like, I don't, I hate lazy men who just, like, like they stick to, what do you call that, uh, missionary, and then that's it. They expect you to do everything else. You're like, huh? No, please turn me around, flip me over, do whatever you want. Don't be lazy. God, I hate it when guys are lazy. It's so frustrating. Is that with majority of Filipino men or for? Uh... Yes, Filipino men are lazy in bed for some reason. I don't know why. Okay, so guys. Yeah. That's that's that's, that's one of them. How about um, if you have a no. stomach, then work it out. God damn it. If you if you're conscious about your backside having back knee, God, I don't need your backside. I'm not the dude here. 
Well, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's just so, uh, so frustrating when guys are lazy. Well, and what did you do when, when you get into that, in, in that instance, for that particular uh, guy? Uh, what, what, what do you end up doing? Do you end up just trying to finish or you just give up? You're like, okay, I'm done. Or you wait till he comes and then that's it. No, if it's like, if it's going too long already and it's really underwhelming, I'm like, screw it. If I have to fake it, let's get it done. And then I'm going, Bye. Oh, wow. You faked like, it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I fake it just to get out. If I have to, and you know, it, I, if I'm really stuck in the moment and like, this isn't really going anywhere already for me. How, how many times I don't know about him? It? Yeah, how many times have you faked it in in total with 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 the guys? No, I'm not gonna answer that. That's gonna yeah. like give me give people a heads up of how much no, no, no. no, because <laughs> because because it's it's good to know. Because if we don't know, we won't push ourselves to be better. This is what irks me as well. You know, I mean, I I get frustrated. You know, I would get frustrated. If, if she would fake it, um, I hope they don't fake it. But I mean, I'm just that kind of guy where I want to please. I'm just, a, a, you know, I mean, I'd like to please. So if you're faking it and we're thinking we're great, <laughs> you know, it doesn't help us. Right, Doc? It doesn't help the guy at the end of the day. I don't know. I fake. I really have faked it. Well, with the four-year guy, never faked it. It was legit. But then... The ones after, wow, like five, uh, six or eight times around that number. Wow, wow. So the, this whole time they're thinking, yeah, she orgasmed with me. She orgasmed. No, sadly, no. But then it, that's just that I, I, I. It's not that I cut communications. It's just like I'm more passive now. I'm not as aggressive with like meeting up or whatever. How often did you use uh, the dating apps to meet up, to hook up? Used it twice, never again. Kind of disappointed by it. So it's like, it's, it's not really my thing. So I'm good. It might be a hit and miss. I think, as I always say to my listeners, how you date in before the app started, you would, you would probe, gents, ask questions, on dating apps, you have to be times 1,000, meaning to meet up at least for six months to a year, I think, because it's just a date. So the level, the playing field is so much easier to meet someone because it's online, right? It's just swipe right, swipe right. And it opens up the playing the playground to more people, meaning so... They can be whoever they want to be on on the other side of the world, you know, or on the other side of the of the screen. So, at the same time, you you it's the level of conversation. So you can find out right away sometimes if they're intelligent, if they're a giver, if they're. But like you said, some guys are just all just bragging and and showing off. Where it's yeah, barking dogs. Yeah, all, all <laughs> that's barking. what I call them. So it's it's it, it's pretty frustrating, you know. If you are that um, girl that's on the other side of the end of the stick, where it's you're not experiencing anything great. But moving on to the foreign guys, um, how was your experiences with them? 
Well, it's also a hit or miss. Like, I can't say, like, all foreign guys are better, you know? There have been, like, questionable ones. Like, huh? Almost hit the spot, but then you had to come faster. Okay. Give it to the guy. Oh, yeah? But then, yeah, sometimes it really doesn't work for me. Like, I, I don't know. It, it has happened a couple of times. Like, it... I'm not proud of it. Like sometimes they come faster than me, but then to me, it's like, what happened? And then like, he's done. Just laying down. He's done. Not going to move anymore. Okay. never mind. So yeah, it does. You've never said you want more or, Hey, um, can you go another round? I, 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 yeah, I, I have said that. Okay. But then, so sometimes like, yes, finally, the guy would actually like go at it and like make up for i gave you one you better give me one too you know so yeah sometimes the other guys are like more some are really just passive about it the others are like okay i'll just do this but i'll just go down on you it'll be faster i'm like huh okay <laughs> yeah it's different. It's it's not always in the deed of sex, but sometimes it's just oral. And sometimes it will just do if they're that's just it. I don't know. Do I attract lazy guys? God, come to think of it. Thanks for making me realize this. But yeah. I don't know. So far that's been my thing. Like when I when the guy's done, eventually they're they're done. They're not gonna move anymore. Then I'm like, okay. Or sometimes I've only came with this same momentum as a guy with orgasm guy and two guys I've dated before. Ah, no, after him. Hi guys, my name is Francesca. And you've got me, Jelly. You've got Del here. All right, so we hear that you like to listen to podcasts. You know what? That is pretty cool. It's the end thing to do right now. And we've got one. It's called The Eavesdrop. Do check it out, okay? We like to talk about everything and anything that's probably on your mind. Um, unfiltered, unedited, <laughs> sometimes to our own disadvantage. But go check it out after <laughs> listening to this one. I like it when it's a simultaneous coming, you know, is that right? Like you yeah, come together. I think, I think that's, I like that. The connection is really, really, um, uh, that sexual chemistry where two bodies, uh, have synced in and, and, um, you can time each other, you know, maybe one will come first before and then, but then the second or third time you guys are in sync. It's like unison. So, you, yeah, you and I think uh, the way I see it, you're, you're like I find that very beautiful when both parties come together. For you per se, is 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 uh, the elements have to be there. So the the auditory has to be great. Yep. The actual sex is good, and the touch, like I mean, it's you know what I mean. It's it's a reach a destination collectively and you know it and you're both in tune to what he knows what you like and you know what he likes but for guys it's much easier i mean we're we're, we're a no-brainer you know it's easy for us <laughs> it's, it's finding what the girl wants but, and i think that's the important thing i think well, yeah guys need to know what you like what you enjoy to get to that 
that place of ecstasy and nirvana um and uh that that comes with dialogue again and and so most most women aren't as vocal of what they like and it'd be great if if more filipino women were vocal you know um I, are you are you one that's loud or very passive in the bedroom oh i'm very loud for some reason i am very loud like i've had instances where guys would like cover my mouth <laughs> because i am i can be very very loud <laughs> and unfortunately we'd be doing it in a condo in a hotel and then yeah it's too noisy <laughs> i cuss a lot <laughs> i'll send you the list of the soundproof walls <laughs> oh my god but okay thank you <laughs> like the worst was i had to cover my mouth with a with a blanket or <laughs> even a towel <laughs> but i think that's what that's what i enjoy i mean i think I, I don't know with you but i enjoy hearing someone screaming someone yelling i don't know with you girls uh, doc or or peaches how you know um are you guys auditory as well do you enjoy seeing a guy not just physically come but hearing him you know shouting from the top of his lungs is that hot well i find it hot like especially if it's a legit like oh <laughs> What do you call that? A, a a moan or? Yeah, like a like a scream, grunting scream. Grunting uh, scream. That's like it's like a a, a a skrilling banshee. You know the banshee where it's just it just goes, yeah. It's like yeah, mine is like yeah. Well, it's it's it's, it's okay. It's, it's loud. It's loud. Like there's a reason. <laughs> I have soundproofing. You know, in my room, it's just it. It's not fair, you know, um, for those that are sleeping. <laughs> you know, it's it's. <laughs> I it, know. <laughs> it's quite irritating, I would think. You know, I've 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 been on the bitter end, where I've heard the thin walls of a hotel that I won't mention, and you know, it, it it's just <laughs> nonstop, especially if you're single, and you're not getting any, and then you hear someone banging away. Um. <laughs> It's like that movie, I can't remember what series it was, but it was just hilarious because, you know, they try to outdo each other. <laughs> They're trying to outdo each other. Yeah. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, the one with, what's his name? Um, the guy with long hair, the British guy. No, last... isn't it like the most recent one is like Emily in Paris? Probably. Oh, 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 that's it. That's, that's the one. I... That's the one. That's the, that, yeah. Yeah. That's the one. I, I watched that because I like the guy. Like, oh my god, he's so the hot. Guy is sexy. Yeah, you drop. Yeah, super sexy. Crush me, boyfriend, and then her crush the man, me girlfriend. So, they're trying to outdo each other. Yeah. The sex. Because I, I was wondering, since the pandemic, uh, do you do video chat? Has that been an option since you've been online dating? And it hasn't I worked out. I tried it before. It's really not my thing. Like watching someone jerk off in front of me it's like i'd prefer live because i can do something about it not like when it's on a screen like, okay okay it's not like if it's porn like hey two people hitting it off hearing it and okay that works 
but then just watching a guy jerk off and then you showing your tits and whatever <laughs> and it's done yeah it really doesn't do much for me it's like i can masturbate on my own thank you very much <laughs> that's true yeah <laughs> right it, it's that's really, true yeah I think it's a. Yeah, it's there's nothing aspect. there. There's nothing um, there to do. I think it's another aspect to it. I, I I don't mind it. It's not a. It's not my go-to thing, but I don't mind it if someone would uh, ask. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It, nothing beats physical, you know, in the in your presence, uh, obviously. But yeah. but you know, it's been a it's been a crazy year. So you know, I mean, you got to do what you got to do in in this pandemic and. Um, it's just slim picking. Try to satisfy yourself in a, a lot of other ways. It's slim picking. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So since um, yeah, we are using this episode as a call for good D. You know, <laughs> doesn't have to be. They they don't have to be pressured, right? So my top oh. ten questions. I know you've been listening to the podcast, and you know that I give out um questions before we end the podcast. I will ask you for some things about your sex life, which you can um answer or not answer. But I will also ask you for some things about your requirements for these men, because you never know, right? I'm so hopeful <laughs> that we will find you good D. <laughs> okay. okay, are you ready? Sure, game. game. All right, let's start with the first question. Do you like spitting or swallowing? I swallow. Oh, you swallow. Yeah, unless the guy himself says, spit it, spit it up. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I Having said that, um, do you like giving blowjobs or yes. do you like receiving? You like giving blowjobs. Yes. So the guy that we're looking for should enjoy receiving blowjobs. But I also like receiving. Or okay. I'm not selfish. <laughs> All right. So the guy should be comfortable receiving blowjobs and you like receiving oral? Yes. So he should also be comfortable. He, she... You know, diversity well, and inclusion. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting somewhere. <laughs> okay. So it's a he, she, whatever. Um, do you think size matters in Yes. It does. Yes, it does. Yeah. So what's, what's, what's your yeah. um go to size? What's good enough for you? So so our listeners can, you know, measure themselves up. Two two oh and my a half. God. Two and a half. Okay. Two, what two are we three. trying to live with a micro penis? Come on, let's, let's not go for two, <laughs> two and a half. Sad life, probably like at least five, and at least five. five. The average is five, yeah, five and up. Like, make it work. Hey, if it's five, I hope you're girthy. If it's more, hey, you know, make it work. <laughs> I don't want to give you know, no hope to the guys that are below five, but it's how you work it as well for the guys that happen to be vertically challenged or is it no horizontally challenged uh yeah. <laughs> if you're horizontally challenged you know what i mean um there are other ways to make her come there are other ways to be creative um obviously you're limited in the positions if if you are if you've you know given the short end of the stick but it doesn't mean that you can't please your woman i just want to you know i mean there's there's a lot of guys out there that aren't as gifted um i'm you know i mean uh 
I can always use your tongue. Yeah. Tongue. Oh. Yeah. Hey, if you lock tongue. something down there, at least make and, up for it. And you your know. fingers. Yeah, fingers. Your tongue and your tongue. fingers. I mean, there's other ways. Yeah. So look, look into investing in Speaking of fingers. Yeah, speaking of fingers. So you like fingers going in different places of your body. Yes. Say um, your vagina mm -hmm. and your anus. Not anal. No anus. Not anal. That oh. is is weird for me. I have tried it. It's just not my thing. Okay. Yeah. How was oh, that? No. How was, how was it? No. no, because like he was like asking me, is this it? And then shoved it in. I was like, that's actually my ass, but okay. Ow. <laughs> but yeah, I only did it once and it wasn't my thing. He wasn't even well lubricated that time. Oh my he was gosh. trying to figure out, hey, I have an ass, okay? So sometimes it's kind of Hey, where is it? Oh, there it is. To look for, you know, my actual vagina. But if you're coming in from behind, because I have an ass. So, like, I've been called fat ass growing up. That's one. Two, well, yeah, I've been called Kim K from time to time because I do have an ass for yeah. my body. So, yeah. Next question. Um, uh, you said he, she, um, are you open to threesomes? Been there, done that. It's like, it's interesting, but at the same time, it's like, ah, would I do it again? No. Did I do it? Yes. Not something that you're yeah. 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 What, how, okay. what was the experience um, like? Was it two women, one guy, or one, two guys, and you? Okay. So technically, I've I've done it both ways. One with me and another girl. One with me and two guys. And the one with two guys was weird. Okay. Too much for me. What was it? What was the experience like? So that the others know that okay, it's overrated for you. For the two girls version. <laughs> two girls version. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, make sure you don't know the girl. Make sure you have no encounters. It should be a stranger if you're doing it with your partner. Or yeah, make make sure the third party party is a stranger. a stranger. Okay. Because it can cause complications with friendships. So that's one thing like I thought of even way before. Just word of mouth from friends of how it was for their end. And then I was like, okay. It ruined relationships. And for some it made relationships stronger. So if you're not like as secured in your relationship, make sure the third party is a stranger. And then with the two guys, yeah, it was just too much. It was too much dick going around. I was like, mm -hmm, no, only one for me, one at a time. <clears throat> I am not doing two at a time. But yeah. Oh wow! I mean, okay. so wait, so you you did it one at a time as they were both naked, or? You experience them one one pegging you um, or one fucking you. The other guy turned out to be gay after. How can I say that? But yeah, like only after that experience did he say, "Oh, I like doing it with guys." So I was like, "Oh, rude awakening." <laughs> Wait, but so yeah. this was a regular guy that you had sex with before prior or yes no yes. oh no and then when we did it he was like i want to try it with another guy okay i guess it would be fun for me yeah but he was the one who brought it up so i was like 
okay, that made me scratch my head already. But then, game, when we were in the situation already, I noticed that the attention was, wasn't was even. And I became like an accessory. Someone was eating me, someone was touching my, my tits, and then, you know, but then... It, but wasn't as sensual as it should be. I mean, that's something that you will, like... That's interesting. Enjoy. Because there's just so yeah. many going on. Yeah, there's too many elements, I guess, with two guys. Or maybe yeah. maybe they focused on each other and made you feel alienated. You know Probably. what I mean? Probably. Uh, because there's yeah, a, there, yeah. it's, like, it's like a party. Everyone is having fun. And there's someone in the party that doesn't like you. So lahat ng barkada goes on the side of your friend that doesn't like you. Yeah. So you're like yeah. the elephant in the room. So the the fact that he did not make you feel important or at least acknowledge you and I guess nurture, I guess is that the word? Nurture or or option uh, more 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 carefully to, to your needs. Uh, as you f- yeah. felt you felt like you were a, a, an object rather than Yeah, I felt like an accessory. Like yeah. they were touching I was like, what's happening here? But okay. they were both... But they Okay, were both, so no threesomes. So they were both having sex with you? They both had yeah. sex? Yeah. Really? Was that double penetration? Uh, that's my next question. <laughs> oh, wow. No. no. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, she, she didn't answer it. Okay. <laughs> wow. So you were... You, did oh, you, yeah, no. So you, suck, was, you were sucking dick and one was fucking you. Yeah, that was it. It was like literally a triangle. And then I saw them kissing. I was like, okay. Oh. How did that feel and, for you? Oh, wow. That's interesting. It was it was yeah. shocking. Okay. But then the guy I was actually seeing out of the two said, that was one thing. One time, I'm going to try it. I'm going. Right. And then the other guy actually wanted to court the guy I was seeing because of it. So I was like, okay. you guys <laughs> it became prior, gateway. Pa, so prior to them, <laughs> prior to, to the threesome, they were both heterosexual or they were bi? One was straight, the other one was bi. Mm. So your guy... So that was an experience. Wait, yeah. so you're, you're, the guy that you were dating was straight and then you find out he's bi. Dama ba? I love how Tony is just so invested into this threesome. Uh, but yeah. yes, sometimes. no, because um, it doesn't only happen. did they wake up. It doesn't, but well, it's not often, but it does happen. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying to get to mm. the matter. And of it. unfortunately, I was the receiving end of that. <laughs> I was like, "Huh? What? Okay." Yeah, I just want to probe more. I guess it was a drill. I I think it's important to know that. If a girlfriend or a, a wife is 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 that what they say? Dalawang isip na if their partner is may konting pitik, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is yeah a way yeah. of finding out. Right? Maybe it should be a sign. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it can be a way of finding things out, but then you know if if you're not if a person is really not like would not even give. The time of day to think about it, it would really come off as something that would pass off. In the how, how, how did you feel when you saw them? Did they engage in foreplay as well, other than kissing? 
No, no, no. It was me into the foreplay. It was me. So they just kissed. They didn't do any penetration. They didn't. He didn't peg. Yeah. There was no pegging yeah. each other. He didn't fuck him. No, no. There was oh. even a triangle moment. Like I was eating one, and then the other one was eating the other one, and the other one was yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain. It's like passing. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of it now. I'm like, you can easily imagine. Go ahead, imagine it. Triangle. Okay. <laughs> Triangle. Triangle. So, Wait. So, the mouse. Yeah. Let no, me let me get into my. There's one. There's gonna be one guy that's gonna be eating up his ass. One has to be. I eating. know. Yes. But apparently, yeah. I found out that he was the one who explained it to. Me. I almost said his name. That like under under the balls is a very sensitive area. Uh, the perine- yeah, it, I just found out. It's it's a perineum. Is that the perineum? The perineum, yeah, it's the perineum. Yeah, I've, I I I only found out about it during that time, and then he was like, "Yes, do it there." And then my partner was the one who said, "I'm almost going to lick your ass." Then um, I was like, "What?" You guys go lower, okay. But then, okay, they did their thing, and then, yeah, yeah, they were into you, it. That so. must have threw you off, like, <laughs> you know. I mean, you're trying to get into the moment, and you're like shocked. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Yes, yes, that was exactly how I felt. But then, you know, it was funny because we all fell asleep. The three of us were hugging like each other, and, oh, cool. in the middle. and then the next morning, I was like, I got two dudes. <laughs> I felt so used. Yeah, that was bad. Oh no! Yeah. Like, so that explains why you don't want to do it again because it wasn't really a like a great experience. I think she was not comfortable and not in the zone. Not in the. She was thinking of so yeah. many. Yeah. Uh, she yeah. was. Un- yes. I guess. I guess that's when you don't discuss it beforehand. You know what I mean? I think when you discuss it, okay, this is what's going to happen, or at least. Have some sort of guide. There has to be like some kind of like an expectation, an expectation of what's going to happen. Say, um, if you're with two dudes, you go ask them like, are you going to touch each other, or are you going to try and explore each other, or like you you set rules that you don't want to yeah. anyone to touch your ass, you don't want anyone to get in it. Yeah, just so you won't be scared and you won't be shocked. Like, with I think, with, what I think happens. With, with peaches, right? I, I wouldn't know, but I'm thinking you're thinking it's just you, it's just them gonna be attacking you, like devouring you instead of okay, yeah. all of a sudden they're kissing. Oh, shit, he's eating his ass. What the? It's supposed to be me. <laughs> what happened to me? What happened to. Yo, I'm the girl here. I know. You know, that's a usual um, experience I know. during threesomes. Someone will feel left out at one point or the other. And even orgies. Like, there, there's a the time that you will just stand there and say, okay, what am I doing here? So, I mean, it works for some, but for some it doesn't. So maybe that's um, what it means for you, Peaches. You just don't want to do it anymore because it wasn't a great experience. Yeah. And the aftermath of it wasn't also as, you know, pleasurable as you thought it would be. Yes. (laughs) So having said that, um, my next question would be your fantasies. We know that it's not going to be like threesomes, right? No. Let's start 
like your fantasy, say for example, there's a guy or someone listening and would want to woo you and give you like good dick. You know, we're fantasizing. So <laughs> how would you want it to happen? Yeah. Roof deck. Roof deck. Oh, where? A any building and or if not the roof deck, like I like views. Balconies work, but then no, it's really the roof deck because if you're on a balcony, you can have like limited spaces, especially with condominiums oh, yeah. now. Nope. Hello, the one in condos now have very small balconies. You were so about to say where you I know. <laughs> I know. So, and yeah, it's very restrictive with balconies. Diving privacy. Mm. So, building. <laughs> So but, rooftop, must rooftop ka. Yes, rooftop. Okay. Especially um, with like um like what do you call this? City lights around you, and then oh, you, can, okay. you can still see at yeah. the same and time. And there's around your pollution. Around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is there, is no, there, so how do you want? Can I ask? Hmm. Can I ask? Peaches, is there a certain city so I can get a permit? Pagbalik ko. Sama, anong skyline gusto? So we need to talk to okay, so be be the gig is hold on the gig is Cayetano. Makati is Binay. Binay. And uh, Kainta is Hinares, ba? So. Uh, I think so. Yeah. So. And there. So. I will email them and uh, try and get a permit for me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> may shoot. May for shoot. you. May gaganap na shoot. <laughs> Ibang shoot. <laughs> diba? Iba yung issue shoot. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, so that's what you want to happen. Say, inya, and then he he wants to, he or she wants to just give you that kind of experience. That's what you want to happen. Well, aside from tones, or will you be expecting from that? Uh, no, I I leave it to the guy to be creative. I. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think about so many things in my own life. Please surprise me already oh, at true. that point. Okay, <laughs> I, you heard her. Yeah. Hello, I'm I'm a single mom. I have to think of how to celebrate things, and then yeah. I have work. I have to do so many things. Surprise me, now. <laughs> okay, noted. Noted. Uh, she's a very accomplished uh, career woman. So I think uh, when when girls are, you know, uh, high. Highly intelligent and in, 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 I guess empowered, career driven, I should say. Career driven women need that. Uh, they need to relax in the bedroom. They need a guy to actually yes. take, take control, to at least be submissive once because they're so. Some actually. Yeah. Know, they're, they're always on it outside their homes and in the workplace. They're always on the go and, and, and you know, trying to get up that corporate ladder that. At least in the bedroom, fuck me. Just fuck me. 
Uh, that's, that's what I'm going to say later. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your feasible fantasy. What would be your fantasy that's like not feasible? You know, the one that you just play in your head when you want to get it on. Or you just want to get it off. <laughs> wait, wait. Not feasible. I haven't actually thought about that. <laughs> huh. Probably the roof of my house. <laughs> so I, I really like skylines or I like, okay, growing up, I, I used to, you know how you live in a subdivision and there are houses higher than yours or whatever. And I would go up fences to go on top. Like there's this house, my favorite house, which was sold to an expat recently and Anyways, um, I used to go up to the third floor of the house, just lay down, and then I would usually bring a bottle of wine or beer when I was a student. Eh. And then I would just drink on the rooftop. This one time, I, I texted my friends, meet me at the rooftop of this house. They actually did the same thing, climbed up the house, and then entered, broke in, and whatever. We stayed on the rooftop. And then out of nowhere, we started pushing each other to the to the pool so from the okay. third floor to the pool and then it was oh. very liberating it was fun like i still do it up to now if only the house wasn't sold a couple of months ago but yeah <laughs> and then the owner was already oh, used to us that one time he left a bottle of emperor please next time just use the front door we'll leave it open up for you oh okay they're used to us now they they know that we climb in so yeah it was very wow. interesting that that's awesome. Yeah, that's what you get when you live in a subdivision that's, you know, a very tight-knit community. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it was thrilling, it was exciting, yeah. and it was dangerous. Mm -hmm. So, let's just tell our listeners not to do that. Um, <laughs> Don't break into people's houses. Eventually, <laughs> you will get caught and... You know, sometimes it works for you, sometimes it, it may doesn't, not. It doesn't. I for the like the not feasible fantasy is like to be to have sex with a an akitba. No. <laughs> oh, house break in! Wow, yeah. such a pornographic story. Right. <laughs> okay. Lastly, my last question for oh, you. You is, forgot the lights. Light. Oh, you forgot the lights. Oh yeah, lights. Lights. Do you like it? Do you like the lights like dim or uh, bright? Or do you want it? I like them dim. Like, I still want to watch the reaction of guys how they yeah. how they come or when they're in the zone. The eyes. It's Very all sexy. the eyes never lie. The eyes never lie. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I remember. <gasps> That is getting in the mood, man. What the fuck? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> what the f? No, man. I because I get to remember things, and you know things that I should forget. But okay. <laughs> when he's on top, right? When he's on top. Yeah, when he's on top, top, and he's just and he's looking at each other's eyes. You know when he puts his forehead on his forehead. You know that. Part. Oh. Oh no, no. I hate you. I so let's not finish my, this. So not I my forehead, your... okay, Doc. Not mine. Oh, no, not, not your forehead. Please oh don't. <laughs> no. Oh, <shit. laughs> 
Kadiri, di ba? You know, when, I, when, when you say that, what I remember are your, like, maduming boxers sa banyo na nakakalat and your maduming uh, car, maduming kotse. So, I, I really wouldn't. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Kulang na lang labhan ko yung boxers niya. But anyway, going back to you, Peaches, my last question would be, have you ever filmed yourself for your partner? Filmed myself? No. Yeah. Do you want to try it? Oh, wait, I have. Oh, wait. Wow. Yes. Really? Orgasm guy. Yes. I sent it to him and then it showed up on his laptop in the office. Oh, nice. <laughs> because it was, we were chatting on Viber and I was home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was like, or please next time, let me know when to turn off Viber in my laptop. Why? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's hot. That's hot, though. That's hot. I wouldn't mind that. Can you do that when I'm at the office, finally in the booth? Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. Shit. Look at this. <laughs> yo, yo, yeah. bro. yo, man. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. So you, you can do that. You can do that, too. And how about filming you and your partner? Again, Done, that. Done that. Done that. And we have where, references where for when... When we feel like jacking off and then, or, yeah, or. Yeah, you just watch it. Yeah, because I have my point of view and he has his point of view. And we had this moment where we had the phase where we liked places with mirrors. So we can see Ooh. every angle of it from the top, from the, from the left, from the right. I know. Yeah. That was, I, again, the visual comes out. So. <laughs> Yeah, she's got this. Inner, she's got this inner porn star in her. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm just so very visual. Listening, you know. You know what? Today I'm gonna go grocery shopping. I'm gonna buy peaches. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Buy peaches and try to eat them and slurp them and you know yeah, yeah. savor them. I'll, I'll send it to you. I mean, to peaches, <laughs> not to you. <laughs> <laughs> Not to you. No, I, don't even think about it. It ain't getting into your freaking WhatsApp because I know you're going to blackmail me. <laughs> I know you're going to post that on IG stories. <laughs> I will. But yeah, so for those who are listening and who would want to apply for um, At Peaches Good D while Tony Tony's away and he hasn't like made these moves yet, do you have anything <laughs> to promote, Peaches? <laughs> Oh my god, no. I'm a very <laughs> private person. <laughs> Especially after this. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, Let's leave people guessing who I am. It's a very good episode. I love this episode. Yeah. This is so it has so many elements and I I found out more stuff about her, you know, I mean that uh, the climax to the story's got the end. Like I didn't even three song. <laughs> Thank you for being so open, for being authentic. Um it, it Hopefully, this this inspires other women to to also join and and engage in a conversation, and for other guys out there to to not be lazy, to ask and 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 probe on what the woman wants, what she likes. Communicate. Yeah. Oh yeah, to talk about yeah. it, set boundaries. Yeah. And know, that not and every I don't know. Not it's every like... girl wants a relationship. You know, not every girl 
wants to have a commitment and can the commitment sometimes we just want good d and that's okay and you don't need to be intimidated by that right peaches of course because if you know that you have good d then go ahead Give that to us. <laughs> it goes both ways. Girls should exercise the power of the vagina, you know? Of course. All right. Thank you so much, Peaches. And that's it for our episode of the Sexy Minds Podcast, powered by Podcast Network Asia. And uh, for those that want to start their own podcast, or if you have one and you want to monetize it, please do check out podmetrics.co. And the referral code is Sexy Minds podcast that's s-e-x-y-m-i-n-d-s podcast uh do help us out and when you sign up uh monetize it and for advertisers out there it's advertise.podmetrics.co uh all over the world wherever you're tuned in if you want to work with us do sign up and get in touch with us also for those that want to share your sex stories your fantasies your kinks if you are a great writer i love reading stories whether they're real or not uh, about sex so we do that from time to time send in your entries or send in your relationship questions to doc she's so brilliant and and she's got to tackle everything when it comes to love breakups trauma she's a great resource person so email us the sexy minds at gmail.com or leave us a voice message at bit.ly backslash the sexy minds hotline so that's the sexy minds hotline uh that's with an s all right minds and uh for those that want to add us up on our social media platforms it's uh the sexy minds on ig twitter and facebook thank you to all those questions coming in on facebook we have uh it's always pertaining to doc rica being single what's her favorite position it's it's, it's never about me about her. I, I don't know why <laughs> but add me as well i'm on the show as well uh and you can add me on instagram <laughs> And Twitter, it's at DJTONYTONI and at underscore Rika Cruz. All right, that's our episode. Later. Thank you. See you. Thank you for listening to the Sexy Minds Podcast. Make sure to follow the hosts at DJ Tony Tony and at underscore Rika Cruz to get more of their sexy minds. Powered by Podcast Network Asia. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>